0: Welcome and good day. This is Hal AlPR and Johnny Stites. And we're here today to share some information um, on, on your business or professional practice development that we think has uh, true value. We have been spending energy the last two shows. Um, th- the first one on uh, talking about management of marketing people and branding people and creative folks um, and the differences there. And then last – The last show we talked about stress management and gave some insights about that. Today we're gonna talk about time management. There is no time like the present. Johnny?
1: Well, that's true. Time management is difficult because the urgent always takes the place of the important. And so the idea is uh, to be continually looking at ways to manage those things that that are most important so time is of the essence is another yes, expression is. we've heard. So you, the, the successful people prioritize the things they're going to work on, and they work on number one priority until it's done, and then they go to number two and then number three. Some days you get don't get one thing done. Other days you might get three or four or five or six items so done. So this
0: is making a list. And then assigning priorities to that list.
1: It's not enough to just make the list. You have to prioritize it so you don't spend your time working on the easy things.
0: Um, I've found in doing that with numbers, I also a lot of times will use little asterisks, you know, for the the most important three things, you know, with asterisks. And then at the end of the day, um, if at least I've gotten those three things done instead of the 25 other things on the list – I'll have a sense of accomplishment about that. That's right. But keeping focused on it, um, uh, we've heard time and tide, wait for no man. I guess that's an expression from the Navy. And (laughs) um, there's Fearless the musical, Uh, Nothing is Ours But Time is the main introductory song Um, There are all kinds of expressions out there. Um, Maybe there's a couple that you could share with us, Ronnie, that you might have heard or that uh, fit this subject.
1: So one of the stories that stuck in my mind the most was about uh, Charles Schwab, not the one we know today, but Charles Schwab was Mm -hmm. one of the richest men in the world in the early 19th, uh, 20th century. About 1918, he was... um, the president of Bethlehem Steel and the largest shipbuilder and the second largest steel producer in America, Thomas Edison talked about him, uh, Schwab, as being the master hustler. He was always looking for a way to get an uh, upper hand on his competition, which at that time was U.S. Steel. So one day he brought in an efficiency expert that he had heard about, very respected man called Ivy Lee, who was a productivity consultant. Ivy Lee or League? Ivy Lee, Lee. L-E-E. <laughs> okay, and so Lee was a successful man in his own right, and so the story goes. Schwab brought Lee into his office and said, "Show me a way to get more things done, be become more productive." So he said, "Give me fifteen minutes with each of your executives," and and Schwab agreed to that. So he sat down with each executive, and when he uh, finished, Schwab said, "How much will it cost me?" and Lee said nothing unless it works and after three months you can send me a check for whatever you feel is worth to you. At the end of three months Schwab gave him a check for $25,000 which in today's money is over $400,000 and what he simply told him was at the end of each work day write down the six most important things you need to accomplish tomorrow. Do not write down more than six. Then you prioritize those six items When you arrive tomorrow, concentrate only on the first task, and you work until that's finished before moving to the second one. And you approach the rest of your list in the same fashion. At the end of the day, move any unfinished items to the new list of six items for the following day, and repeat this process every working day. So the strategy sounded simple, but Schwab and executive team at Bethlehem gave it a try, and after three months. He was so excited, that's when he sent the check to uh Harvey Lee. So it's a good story, I think, and it makes it the yeah, pointed a poignant message that...
0: That's a great story, really. Yeah. yeah. Well, the steel was used for cars. and yes. So there, there's a guy from the car business that we've all heard of and seen uh, over time, and besides Henry Ford, <laughs> who most of us have not been around long enough to have seen, but Um, There's a a gentleman who had his own TV commercials for many years who ran a major car company. And his quote, this is from Lee Iacocca, and he said, the ability to concentrate and to use your time well is everything if you want to succeed in business or almost anywhere else for that matter. So this isn't just business. This is business. This is business. Professional practices. This is home life. This is education. This is. Uh, it doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you uh, make the most of your time. The, and and I we're looking at a couple of different little posters and expressions from different people. And I particularly like uh, one that says, "The bad news is that time flies." The good news is that you are the pilot. Are there a couple others here maybe, Johnny, you could share it with us?
1: Well, I was going to comment on that one. The bad news <laughs> is the okay. time flies, and the good news is you're the pilot. Uh, they're simply saying you can do with your time what, are, what you want to. Right, right. You can go in a good direction, or you can go into the mountain side and crash. So it's important to keep in mind that we all get the exact same amount of time, the rich, the poor the educated, the uneducated, we all get the same amount of time. What makes the difference is how we use it. And some use it wisely and some of them don't. Solomon did a lot of talking about this when he talked about men's use of time and failure to use their time wisely. Uh, Talks about the the ant works all summer and stores up food. The sluggard doesn't and therefore he goes hungry. So it's important that Men understand the very lessons that nature, by its example, demonstrates for us. There's a time for working. There's a time for relaxing. And making sure that you use your time wisely is what's going to determine whether you're successful in life or not successful.
0: That's a great point, Johnny. We'll take a little break and then come back and discuss it some more. Welcome back. Uh, Johnny was just making uh, uh, some points here that I think are very important about time management and time, uh, how to use time effectively. Um, and, and I would in, introduce, <clears throat> excuse me, as part of that, the thought that comes from a multitude of references throughout the Bible, by the way, uh, to be here and now, to focus your mind and your energy on what's happening in front of your face right this minute. Every minute, every passing minute, as much as you can. N- none of us can do that a hundred percent of the time because we're just not made that way. But we can work at it, and we can improve the amount of time and energy that we are paying attention to the present moment. Um, and and I, I guess the best uh, th- the best gift you could ever give someone is your time. Um, because you're giving them something that you will never get back. And so the whole idea that each passing moment is all you're going to get. How do you make the most of that? And, um, Johnny, you have some more to add to this, I think.
1: Well, I think um, there's a couple of thoughts. One is, to to your comment about the Bible, that Jesus does talk about that in the Sermon on the Mount, that take no thought for your life. Now, some people have taken that to say, well, that's idiotic because you should plan. And the literal language here in the Greek says, when he says take no thought, what he means is don't be in anguish about it. Don't be in trouble. Don't be troubled by it. So it's okay to plan for the future, but don't be troubled by the future. Don't be worrying about what might happen. Right. And One of the best ways that I've learned to do that is have friends that I can depend upon and go to and talk about things when they're bothering me and to be able to speak freely. Uh, The church talks about confession. That's all that is, is unloading your burdens on other people so that you can be free to explore your life and to grow and health. Mental health, basically. And, and, and these sources come from very div-
0: diverse corners. I mean, yeah. you're hearing about the Bible, and I'll tell you also that if you think back in time a bit, uh, one of the best uh, advertising commercials around came from a beer company, which was the only go-around once in life. Mm-hmm. And and it was – I think it was Schlitz or somebody uh, – but, but that, that whole concept, you know, make the most of it. You, you, there's three things you cannot recover in life. The word after it is said, the moment after it is missed, and the time after it is gone. And so that whole idea as well— um, the, by being in the present and focusing on the present, and by the way, if you go back to the prior program that we did last week, um, the breathing exercise is something else that helps keep your mind focused on the present. And some of the material that was in that show, um, J- Johnny, some more uh, thoughts maybe uh, about time and 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 how to make the most of it. I, I
1: feel like that the time that we have on this earth, it's it, Great comment you just made that time after it is gone, you can never recover it. So the idea is, and where I might disagree with my Schlitz brothers who were talking (laughs) about uh, you only go around once, spend your time wisely. Don't go out seeking happiness and trying to do things that make you happy because ultimately you won't be happy because happiness comes from serving others Giving yourself away, having the right attitude toward your fellow man, contributing to the country, making the common good of people in this world. If I'm a, if I'm going around just throwing out trash everywhere, then I'm creating a problem for the world, and that doesn't add to my happiness. But if I, when I was in scouting, how one of the things we learned was, anytime you leave a campsite, leave it cleaner than you found it. All right. And that's, Nothing but your footprints. Yeah, and that's that's what we tried to do every time. And it was a good lesson learned um, and to spend our time wisely keeping that all together. And right. what does that have to do with business? Same thing. You want to do things in your business that where you feel like your time is spent wisely. An example that we used was one time we were doing a project in Crossville, just up the road here, And we were pouring sidewalks, and that seems like a fairly mundane activity. One of the men came in to me after working all week long there and said, this is a 30-year veteran, a 30-year mason who had been working there. and said, this is the best week of my career. When he told me that, I said, sit down and tell me about it. And effectively, what he was saying was, I just felt like our time was so much better spent because we set a goal, We worked toward the goal. We all together planned how to get to that goal. And we missed it the first day, but we hit it the other four days of the week because we started working together better and utilizing our time. And guess what? I had more fun. I had something I could tell my people about at home, how well we had done. And we just felt like we'd had good days, four good days in a row there. What that said to me as the leader of the company is, the utilization of time of the men in the field is my responsibility to show them what a good day looks like, how the good use of their time contributes to the well-being of the company. So they feel like they're making a difference in the company and not just working. Um, that's a great point. You know, and it reminded
0: me of another situation. Recently, I was out walking dogs, three dogs, and it was an extraordinarily windy day and the area where we were was very windy and going up this hill and um, as i turned to to look behind me i thought i had heard some noise there was a big truck uh, parked on the side of the road and there was a rumbling noise they were drying out someone's basement and they had these long gigantic hoses going through the yards and all that stuff and a, a a like a small hand towel had gotten loose from the guy's hand and blew up in the air and it went way maybe a hundred feet up in the air and and blew over my heads and past the dogs and and i as I watched it, I saw this guy get down from the truck and race like a <laughs> like a like a crazy guy chasing after this towel. And it was just a towel. It was just mm-hmm. – but he, he, his attitude – and he came back and I said, you know, that was nice of you to go get that. He said, I would never want to leave anything like that in a neighborhood. You know, we, our job is to drain the basements out and get them dried off. And and we don't want any trash flying around here. This is – you know, and he what was just – a great guy. I know. And I was he like – He made d- you happier, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just – I was so startled that he actually would bother, yeah. you know, because it was so windy. Nobody – probably would ever have noticed it anyway. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break here. This is Hal and Johnny, and we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back, this is Hal and Johnny. Um, we had, Johnny had just finished uh, talking a little bit about the the time subject that we're on here, and then I gave an example, and he did. And um, I saw a quote from Henry Van Dyke, which I particularly liked, about time. And this has to do with, with all of us, of course. Time is too slow for those who wait, it is too swift for those who fear, it is too long for those who grieve, too short for those who rejoice, but for those who love, time is eternity. And and I don't think he's just talking about love relationships. I think that he's talking about life and how we manage ourselves. And and so managing time has a lot to do with how we manage ourselves. So there's a discipline factor there. There's a there's a great book out uh, by the head of the uh, the retired uh, general, I guess it is, of the Navy Seals. That wouldn't be a general. What would he be? Well, he'd be an admiral. An maybe. admiral, uh, and he was the head of the Navy Seals, and he has a great book out called Make Your Bed. It's a terrific little book. It it takes maybe an hour and a half to read it. Right. Um, And his point is that if you start every day by making your bed the right way and focusing on that, you will have started the day doing something right that is in your control, and the rest of the day goes a lot easier. And uh, it may not go easy for a Navy SEAL. We all kind of know that. But uh, it, it helps their mindset, and anything that does that for us uh, whether it's making your bed or making the list that Johnny talked about before, uh, and as Santa Claus does checking it twice, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the idea of uh, of drawing little red circles around things or using uh, um, uh, asterisks or doing something to designate the most important items on there, numbering them, of course,
1: um, is a, is a great little tool. My wife has a great habit of making lists every day which I think is you a good to idea do, right? until a, I'm on that list. The honey-do list? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And she's pretty good about not making it too bad on me, but she is disciplined. She makes lists, and she she keeps me from forgetting things, which I'm more inclined to do because I'm not as disciplined in making lists as she is. And so we both have our strengths, and we work off of that. And I think uh, uh, having discipline to control your time is exceedingly important because as we've said there's no more of it and that's especially true in business where time is money
0: well and uh, and and one of the things i like is to, is the the quote here that uh, from a, a thing called life's little instruction book it says don't say that you don't have enough time you have exactly the same number of hours per day that were given to helen keller louis pasteur michelangelo Mother Teresa, Leonardo da Vinci, Thomas Jefferson, and Albert Einstein. It's humbling to think about that, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, kind of humbling when you think about it. Yeah. The same amount of time they had in life as you have in life. Um, and and so how do you make the most of it? How do you make the most of every passing minute? Uh, it, focusing on it is a great s- solution and suggestion, but... It's not always easy to do. There are many distractions along the way. If the first thing you do every day is get up and turn on the news on television, uh, maybe you should delay that for five minutes <laughs> instead of bombarding your brain from the instant you are awake. Um, and, and, and take some deep breaths and, you know, s- smile in the mirror or do some of the – what would you say, Gary? Uh, was it Gary Player? Uh, yeah, before Gary yet? Player. Right. You, know, you know, psych yourself up. Um, use that first couple of minutes that from when you wake up. Um, it's easy to get bombarded and and lose track of time. There's so much happening today. We talked about artificial intelligence before filling the void.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there isn't anything you can't find out on the computer
1: anymore. Well, I think it's important that we not look at these uh, celebrities, I would call them, these famous people, and think that if we aren't at that level, we're not doing good with our time. Well, I think you're right about that. Each, I think that. I think what you're saying is right. If these people had the same amount of time, so they did great things, we can do great things by loving our right. neighbor, right. Uh, loving our wife, supporting our family, our doing the, the yeah. very mundane parts of life that are important for the success of any society uh, and and for mankind in general. Right. So I think if if we don't understand that then we're we're no better than animals because they don't have a concept of time and it is important that we that we have that concept of time and that we use it wisely for all those things that are important and we talked about in other sessions of making lists and then doing what's important first
0: yeah you know the the uh, animals don't have a sense of time as is part of the reason that uh pets are very relaxing uh, that they they can get you to jet down, so to speak, and make more of the time that you have by taking breaks um, is because they don't have a sense of time. And um, they can be very rewarding. To It's a break. It's a break in the action. Uh, I, I'm not sure I would include things like rattlesnakes and stuff. But, you know, I, I think most people who have pets. Uh,
1: they're hard to cuddle with, aren't they? <laughs> they're
0: hard to cuddle with. Yeah, because they rattle. They keep you awake. You know? That's right. Um, uh, but but I think overall that pets, children, of course, uh, little children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, uh, children are a blessing. And to be able to uh, get to their level, uh, infants – uh, you know it's very exciting and it 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 distracts from all the stress related things going on, so that's not a bad thing um- w- you have some kind of wrap up thoughts you want to I sure have
1: one wrap up thought. I just went to my uh, graduation of my second granddaughter. she graduated from a class of ninety. They were very close, and it was an odd graduation because the speaker the uh schoolmaster principal, if you will, said he took the time for each and every one of those graduates to say a personal uh, observation of that student and what expectation he had for them going forward. It took uh, two hours to go through the 90 people, Mm. but it was time that flew by because you knew while they're going to forget everything that a speaker would have said, what he said to them personally, standing there right beside him with his arm around them, would resonate with them forever. So he was using that time wisely. I use my time wisely leaving and going to the place where we're in good shape. And maybe that's a good thought. Spend your time with those moments that are going to be life-changing and that that you're going to remember all your life.
0: That's a great closing thought, Johnny. Uh, We appreciate that. And uh, we'd like to say to all of you, if you have questions or Uh, comments, please send them by email to hal at businessworks.us. We'll be very happy to share information with you. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you.